you know, how much of it is a letting go and how much of it is a chemical process. You know, there's just not really any good, clear answers around dosing. I, I tell people to go with their intuition. Don't go into this thinking that you got to, like, challenge yourself. Terrence McKenna, as much good as he did, maybe it wasn't so good that he did a lot of, like, five grams is the hero's dose. You don't have to be a fucking hero. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak. They talk to you. They will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair on the porch and puts its feet up. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Psilocybin Says. I'm Eric Osborne. I'm Courtney Rose. And today we're talking about dosing. Yes. That's a big, uh, big question mark for a lot of people when working with sacred mushrooms. How often do I dose? When I dose? How much do I eat? And like uh, a couple. This <laughs> yeah, is two. We're gonna do a whole, whole. We can't do a whole episode on two questions, can we? Uh, what if I? <laughs> what if I plan to dose and I don't want to? Then is, what? Is, is, this, is the dose the same for everybody, right? Like, how, what's the difference between dosing and levels? And Yeah. You know, I what if I don't want to have a bad trip? Then <laughs> is there a dose I can take? Yeah. What about microdosing? That will keep me from that? Yeah. Probably won't get into that too much. That's kind of a whole topic all of its own. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of questions around dosing and uh, yeah, what it, how it impacts the experience. And I don't know that... We really have the answers. It's just There's kind of an ongoing exploration. A lot of different answers. There I are. I do believe. So maybe we'll talk about ourselves some. Uh, I mean, how often do you dose, Eric? That's changed as through the years. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm probably a bit of an outlier. Uh, but, you know, just in terms of my <laughs> ongoing relationship... <laughs> You well, are a bit of an outlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when I first started taking mushrooms, it was a really powerful, I mean, it still is a very powerful, ex- powerful experience, but it was more than I could handle on the reg, let's say. And so I felt then like to do like three grams every six months was pretty good. And that was, that's about four years of my life that I went through that phase three grams every six months yeah maybe every three months but the very first time i ate mushrooms i ate mushrooms three days straight and then i got sick yeah no the first like the first time i ate mushrooms and there was no dosing it was just like you bought a quarter bag and you ate some and the first day i ate them and or night and it was just like i was like oh this is i've come home i've returned back to where i belong thank Mm -hmm. you very much mushrooms for showing me who I am and it just felt so great and I felt so at home that yeah I ate mushrooms the next two days Uh, and on day four I woke up and was like ah yeah maybe you should take a break and so then it kind of like you felt physically sick yeah I felt physically sick I felt like I was having a sinus infection kind of thing huh and at that point I thought oh I'm eating fungus it's uh-huh. bad for me. Uh-huh. You know, it's causing me an allergic reaction because I'm eating a fungus. You know, it was not right. I, and as I understand it now, um, you know, they were 
probably pushing some stuff out uh-huh. uh, that I didn't know I had in there. And uh, so. Were you eating, when you say three days straight, just snacking all day? Yeah, For three much. days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had an ounce and I ate oh. a bunch the night oh, before. Wow. Well, I'd done LSD, and my friends were like, oh, if you like LSD, you're going to love mushrooms. So you I was like, LSD okay, well, I might as well get a bunch. You started eating mushrooms? No, no, it was oh. probably about a month before. Okay. Uh, maybe two. I mean, we had to hunt for the mushrooms. You know, uh-huh. mushrooms have not uh, – mushrooms aren't something that are, you know, really very easy for people to get a hold of, mm-hmm. more so now. But um, back then in 1999, whoo. Hey. Yeah, man. Someday I'd love to recount the uh, New Year's Eve 2000 trip that I had. Whoa. Uh, anyway, so I did mushrooms three days in a row and found out that was a bad idea. And then that was probably like midsummer. And then in the next dose I did, I was ready for a dose on New Year's of 2000. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let's do this. And took a dose. And then, you know, I remember just being, yeah, it was such a strong experience. And. Uh, they weren't real readily available, but I, I know for like not from like 99 to about 2003 when my first son was born, I about every six months I would get the itch. Be like, oh, yeah, I think it's time for some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to identify. People ask like when is the right time to take mushrooms? How do you know it's time to take mushrooms? And I'm not sure there's a really good clean answer for that. Sometimes when you feel the most reluctant to or the most resistant to it, is the best time to do it, mm-hmm. you know? um, and so yeah, um, kind of got to that point, and then after that point, I started growing my own, and then I started eating them maybe like every three months. I really very slowly and conscientiously approached them for a couple of reasons. One is I knew that they were, it was it was just I could feel such a powerful impact. And it felt like a lot to put on my system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for two, I was a part of me. D- I just didn't have the education. And I thought that this was a poison and that you shouldn't mm-hmm. take it too much. You know, I had the same perspective around LSD. You don't take it too much because it's going to eat your brain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I was growing them, I only ate them probably every three months at the most early on. And mm-hmm. then in 2009, went out to the farm and started growing Lots of mushrooms, shiitake and psilocybin and all that, and uh, I didn't have, I didn't have a schedule to adhere to, and I didn't have kind of all the things. That's like that's another thing, right? You eat mushrooms and you're up all night or whatever. You got to go to work next day. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of you, and mm-hmm. it's a significant time requirement. It's not like drinking a beer or smoking a joint. Um, so when I was at the farm and I kind of made my own schedule, and I started, there started to become more well widely known research around the safety of psilocybin and its effectiveness for uh, you know trauma and disorders and habitual change and whatnot um i kind of started really going head into it but i can see like over time it was it was a gradual increase and when i've worked with people and they have never taken mushrooms and then they take you know, like on retreat, it would take like three doses of mushrooms in a week. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking lot yeah, it is. to dump on your system. And yeah. it's, you know, when as I look back in retrospect, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, that that's how I, how I want to continue working with them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it's 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 another one of the kind of oddities about the dosing is that you can get you do get so much more out of a, a dose than you think you do. You can take a gram mm-hmm. or two grams and it may not be that strong of an experience right there in the midst of it, mm-hmm. but the impact that it has lasts months if you're willing to continue checking in with it mm-hmm. and, and conscientiously integrating it. Mm-hmm. So the more mindful I am of my work with these mushrooms, then I kind of get back to feeling less of a need to take them. Uh, but mm-hmm. that being said, like there's there there is an aspect of psilocybin that I don't think is discussed in this and try to help me from getting too far off track on mm-hmm. dosing. This is about numbers of dosing. The thing that's not discussed so far publicly about psilocybin and any of the research is the utility of psilocybin as a facilitator so when you're holding space for other people actively consuming the medicine the sacrament is there there is a potential to use it as a tool to help other people and not just as a way to clear out your own closet mm-hmm. so you mean while the people you're supporting are like dosing yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while supporting others mm-hmm. dosing for them like with intention of supporting them right yeah as I opposed mean, you, to you, yeah you, you start intention. to understand your nature on multiple levels the more you work with mushrooms the more you work with a psychedelic and you get a broader perspective on the nature of reality at its varying levels then you can become aware of your ability to interact at those levels mm-hmm. uh, and and so I absolutely eventually even in the states I mean I, the, the first instance that I can remember this occurring was when I dosed with a friend who as it came on he started complaining well as it, as it came on for both of us I was feeling an enormous amount of pain in my kind of groin area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is just out of nowhere. And he said, like, like as I'm thinking this, he said, oh, man, I didn't tell you, but I got a fucking bladder infection. And it is just killing me. And, I, and, and it just kind of intuitively came to me. I was experiencing, mm. empathically experiencing what he was going through. Mm-hmm. And then that night unfolded in a really weird way that just kind of reaffirmed that. And so that started to help me just consider the possibility of using mushrooms to gain insight into what other people were going through, not just my own life. Mm. So and when was that that uh, you experienced like this? 20 transference. 10 maybe. Okay. 2011, something like that. It was before I decided to start Myco. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then when I decided to start Myco, well, then I started dosing like a madman. I just felt like if I was going to be having responsibility for all these people, mm-hmm. that I had to know everything that I could about this landscape. And so I, at that point, I was dosing sometimes once a week for about two to three months straight, sometimes uh, 
you know, twice a month, the least that I dosed over the course of 2010 to 2013 before the first Myco retreat, the least that I dosed was twice a month. There were many months that I mm-hmm. dosed yeah, weren't you, once a week. Weren't you doing uh, with the new moon and full moon there for a that while? That was 2012 because uh, okay. there was the whole like Quetzalcoatl Mayan calendar uh-huh. thing and I, I just set myself up to do a regimen of new moon full moon dose doses mm-hmm. uh, for 2012 and uh you know how did that another, go yeah it went great uh, learned a lot got scared fucking death a few times mm-hmm. um and were there times that you uh had planned to dose and really didn't want to oh my god it's still well it's all the time still you know even like taking a gram that perspective shift is so hard to go through mm-hmm. um, but one of the things that you do find out as your as your system i think is more becomes more capable of containing the inflow of energy that occurs um and you get more accustomed to the experience the more you take mushrooms the less generally the anxiety is now there was a year there was about a year and a half there where Every time I took mushrooms, they just kicked my ass. It's just like every time I took mushrooms for, and I just I remember just thinking like, okay, is it gonna be like that again, mm-hmm. again, again? Fuck, when's this gonna stop? And eventually it did shift. Uh, so I wasn't really super enthusiastic about doing mushrooms then, uh, but I did it because I knew a I knew it was good for me, and b I hope I was hoping that every time I did it was going to be the one that broke through and allowed me to mm. move into a better space. Wow. That's some uh, real persistence you've got there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know me, I've got a hard <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up Ket- Quetzalcoatl and that, uh, had me think of traditions and cultures that have used mm-hmm. mushrooms. And so, you know, quite a bit about that. And so like Maria Sabina and, uh, the Mazatec tradition of, mm-hmm eating mushrooms like in their culture how do they what's their frequency of that's a great question yeah and mushrooms and i referred to as i was particularly down in jamaica when i was dosing all the time and i started to wonder is this bad for me you know or is this too much uh, which has been a kind of a perennial question that i've gone back to and i think it's important that we do uh you know what is a healthy amount uh the Maztec you know, they only ate mushrooms during the rainy season because they didn't really have mm. a process of drying them. Mm. Uh, so they ate mushrooms when they had them. Uh, not sure how long. I think that's just a, it's like three or four months out of the year. So it's not something okay. that was actually accessible in the way that it is to us. And hmm. I, you know, there were absolutely, beyond the shadow of a doubt, there were times in Jamaica where I was pretty worried about myself that I was taking too much psilocybin. I mean, for about two years, 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. I was taking mushrooms at minimum three times a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, occasionally I would take them six to eight times a month. Yeah, I remember that time period where you were bringing that up kind of regularly, like, 
wondering like feeling things in your body and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't feel and i felt the thing was uh, i felt a sense of the thing was is i felt a sense of obligation that i needed to take mushrooms to be the best support that i could be for the people that i was working with mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess if I looking back on, it, I'd say if you if you have to question whether or not you're doing it too much, then you probably are, or mm. you can afford to take a break. Mm-hmm. You can afford to pull back a little bit. Yeah. Um, that being said, I I feel like I have pretty well recovered from from that. And what does that even look like? What does too much mushrooms mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And again, that's very different for different people. I have absolutely worked with people who took one dose and I was like that's all you need you really do not need to take any more mushrooms mm-hmm. um, and people who can tolerate taking mushrooms you know every week for a while or every month or uh, it's it's just so highly subjective um, but you know if you feel like you're maybe taking too much or if you feel like there is a you have this like drive for the experience because it Mm -hmm. can become a form of escapism yeah i mean um taking mushrooms twice a month that new moon full moon Mm -hmm. schedule you mentioned that has me think about integration and how little time that really leaves you to integrate one experience before you go into the next one and Mm -hmm. which there's a deeper conversation to have around integration as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're using mushrooms as a way, like I said, to access deeper levels of reality to help people through their experience, that requires a different form and a different amount and quality of, inter- of integration versus you going into an experience to explore your childhood trauma or to just mm-hmm. really try to relieve your depression. Mm-hmm. You know, so integration is not a, in my mind anyway, is not just kind of a, this is how you do it, and this is how much you should do it. It like dosing, it's such a individual uh, approach. And that being said, I'm still having information from those sessions that I gain clarity around to this day Mm -hmm. you know the integration process is ongoing and there's definitely a reality that i had so many profound experiences back to back that it's impossible for me to have a conscious awareness of even probably 75 percent of those experiences i'm not saying that's a bad thing Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not saying it's a good thing you know 95 percent of our lives is operating from this from the subconscious so um you know whatever i get out of those experiences is beneficial is there more that could be gained from them yeah definitely and i've that's one of the things i've seen in the last three to four years as i have you know, consumed psilocybin less is that I am I am getting more out of each individual experience 
Hmm. Um, but again, those experiences that I had back to back are still unfolding. I'm still learning from them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it goes again back to what's healthy. Um, what can you tolerate? And there are certainly folks that get flooded with too much subconscious material that it creates a certain level of inability to function normally on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That did start to happen for me. There were certainly times when I was doing those after that two years of dosing three to six times a month with groups of, you know, 10 to 15 people. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw me get to points where I was just overwhelmed, where I was just emotionally overwhelmed uh, and unable and to fully process the material that was coming up for me and mm-hmm. that that displayed itself in unhealthy ways with me being you know hypersensitive or uh, reactionary um, mm-hmm. probably using alcohol too much and definitely using cannabis too much mm-hmm. yeah you mentioned earlier that resistance might be an indication of maybe it's time to have a mushroom dose. Mm. Could you elaborate on that? Hmm. Like resistance. Mm -hmm. uh, What do you mean by that? Well, when you know that there's stuff that you need to look at, Mm -hmm. but you're not, you're Mm -hmm. really reluctant to, and you're like, oh, you know, people say sometimes I shouldn't take mushrooms now because I'm in a, a not in that good of a place mental mentally. Like they're feeling really frustrated or they're feeling really depressed or feeling really upset. Mm-hmm. And mm, sometimes I think that might be the time to actually take mushrooms. You know, what I can continue to understand these tools as is a way to clear out our energy body basically and I, I, I hope that one day that I can find words and maybe it's through writing but to help people understand um, you know more clearly about who we are what we are I think looking at the meridian meridian system is probably the best way to really be able to tangibly get a handle on what mm. the human body is in terms of a processing system, uh, and that mushrooms are basically expediate the processing. So when we have these um, kind of difficult places that we get into, um, where we're meeting resistance i think that resistance is it's in our nervous system right mm-hmm. and so taking mushrooms kind of helps it's like a plunger for mm-hmm. the nervous system mm, using my plunger metaphor yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. now again where i i got off track at times was in Like using that, you don't, you don't, you don't want to have a system that requires a plunger every day, 
right? Mm. If you have to plunge your pipes out mm-hmm. every two or three days, well, that tells you that you've actually got a problem with your pipes. Yeah, maybe you, you're flushing, you're flushing things you shouldn't you're be flushing, flushing down that thing. toilet. Yeah, yeah, putting too much down every there day. <laughs> no paper towels. <laughs> Learn from the plunger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and that's what I was effectively doing by taking all of these doses with all of these people. I was just like, you know, shoving paper towels down my pipes. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to go back and really push it through, push it through, push it through. Um, mm. And mushrooms are just one way to do that. Uh, mushrooms really, they just, they, they, they. First and foremost, they they show us how we operate, right? And then, like again, like this goes back into like so much time of dosing. Like you go through, take mushrooms and mushrooms and mushrooms, and you work through all these weird psychological things and have these weird out of body experiences and all these alien experiences and entities and emotional and blah 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 blah. And over, at least me, I'm a slow learner. Over the course of many years, you start to see patterns and identify ways of identify consistencies that that help to illustrate function and we don't know we don't understand what we are like on a regular basis we just think that we're just these like you know bodies and brains and that's just a that's just the lowest level of ourself you know and so as we expand out and get a bigger perspective on on what we are, uh, then we can find other ways to engage with that self. Mm. You know, so mushrooms, they, they, they open us up to all of the, all of our layers of self mm-hmm. um, and they help with the processing on multiple, maybe not all of those levels, but in multiple levels of the self, uh, but it, they're just like, you know, they're not the only way. So and that's so really interesting, mm-hmm. um, thinking about how you started out I mean, gradually increasing the frequency of your dose and eating mushrooms, you said sometimes every week, uh, sometimes twice a month there for a couple of years. And then as retreats picked up and the number of people uh, increased drastically in kind of a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And and the intensity of the trauma of the people that I was working with as well. Yeah, right. So eating mushrooms alongside those people and to, to be of support with them. And like you've gone through these different phases of dosing and intentions for dosing and now coming to a place of feeling like you don't need to eat mushrooms as much and what you just said about mushrooms helping to reveal the layers of self Mm -hmm. and revealing that we don't need to eat mushrooms in order to work with those layers Mm -hmm is really interesting to me thinking about the frequency of dosing in that way in terms of getting a certain getting to getting to a certain threshold of understanding 
yeah. about our function uh, as beings mm-hmm. in order to <clears throat> not need as much uh, right. tools, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, to work with ourselves. Yeah. So that's really cool. So I'm also, I'm sure people are wondering as well, well, what about amount? How much? do I <laughs> this eat? This is a fun one here. This is really fun uh, because we all think that it, that the amount is what matters. We're all like, oh, you got to eat this number. You know, we've saw people go through like, how much did you weigh, eat and what dosage and, uh-huh. you know, Terrence McKenna and his five grams and, you know, there's this threshold and, um, and it's a, it's a little joke that I eventually, I don't I don't know how to put it into words, but the way that I have come out of experiences after having a half a gram be as powerful as six grams, I've come out of these experiences saying that mushrooms are a placebo. It's just all a big fucking game that we play with ourselves. We ha- we just have to eat enough to convince ourselves that we're getting in there. Now, I know that's not 100% true. There is, you know, psilocybin is a chemical compound that binds to serotonin receptors or are real physiological things that are happening here but there's also a definite level of openness that accentuates the impact of a dose and you see people take 10 and 15 grams that are not on anemic medications and for no plausible reason should they have anything less than a mega experience and they don't and the only thing that you can the only thing that I've seen consistently is what seems to be the tenacity of their default mode, right? Mm. That their ego is so strong. They are such logical, rational people that they, uh, they, some aspect of themselves cannot let go and allow the experience to be. And, you know, a good friend of mine who has gone on a lot of Vipassana retreats and has done a lot of psychedelics and has also been in a psych ward and he talks about how there's no difference between the three. There's no difference between being in a psych ward for, you know, boundaryless insanity, between being on a high dose of mushrooms or being on a two-week-long silent Vipassana retreat. You end up, all three of those, just peel off the layers of this self-imposed ego that tells us that we're different from the grass and the trees and the people all around us. So, so Terrence yeah, McKenna was, talks about this oh, you're t- heroic you're, dose, uh-huh. which he states is something like five grams. Five grams was his number, yeah. But so a lot of people hear that and they think, oh my gosh, five grams. Wow, like that's an insane amount. But, you know, in the last episode you were talking about, uh, for instance, a friend slash client of yours who you recently went on an ayahuasca trip with and him working with mushrooms and how... He has to take like 20 grams mm-hmm. to have even a moderate mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. experience. So would you say he's one of those people who may have like that tenacity? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and, and he knows it. He says that I just can't let go. I can't let go. And, you know, that's where I've, I've found for myself that that is the key to getting the most out of any dose is your ability to let go. I had a... The, the biggest dose that I've taken of psilocybin in the last year was a gram, and I was boundaryless. I was, I mean, I, I was able to access a place that, 
previously, I feel like I could only get to with like six or seven grams. Wow. And that was a year after having any mushrooms. You know, I, I went for almost a year having zero mushrooms to taking a gram and mm-hmm. getting so far out of that. And it really has to do with my ability to let go. So, you know, this, uh, there's another kind of joke that often comes up with mushrooms is that whatever the dose you take is perfect but you probably could have taken more. <laughs> that's mm. what I always, that's kind of, there's been about maybe like, like there's probably been about three times in my life that I've come out of a dose and been like, whoo, that was all I could take. And I could not take any more, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, every single dose that I've taken has always been perfect. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other kind of thing that when I when I was in this, questioning period of of am I taking too much how much is too much and uh, you know I would ask as I was in there I would ask and and pretty much always I would come out with the answer that whenever you take mushrooms was the time you were supposed to take them that you're just again playing mm-hmm. a game with yourself that you have choice mm-hmm. you ate mushrooms not because you chose to eat mushrooms but you ate mushrooms because it was time to eat mushrooms. Mm, yeah. There is no free will with mushrooms. Or with anything. <laughs> Actually, so what I, about? I was listening to that real quick just to drop his name. David Hawkins. Mm. Fucking incredible human being. I won't go into who he is, but if you haven't listened to any David Hawkins work, he's an incredible scientist that has developed a language for understanding spiritual nature. And I was listening to his uh, uh, talk from him yesterday of whether or not there is free will. And his conclusion is no, that everything okay. is happening on its own mm-hmm. at the highest level. Wow. It's a pretty interesting thought and pretty interesting conversation, but yes. save that for another day. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's a big th- one. You think you're taking five grams and five grams is really taking so you. Y- so... <laughs> So you said uh, you've come out of doses feeling like I could not have taken more than that. Mm-hmm. Have you come out of doses thinking, wow, I definitely should have taken Oh, fuck yeah. More? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the joke. It's like, it's perfect, but I could have taken more. Yeah. Like, if, you know, like, it's just so rarely. And, you know, this is, this again, you know, I'm, I'm a little different. I have a, than, than a lot of people. There are a lot, a, lot, a lot of people like me out there for sure. I'm not. Something super special any more than mm, all yes of you, you lovely are. listeners are super special, and so <laughs> are you. We're all super special. Uh, but I, I have a tolerance because I've learned to trust the mushroom. And there, <clears throat> I actually started to question after my ayahuasca experience if some of these doses that I've had that were enough, so to speak, were if I was actually experiencing some level of serotonin syndrome, um, mm. because the 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 sense that I get when I'm in those experiences mm-hmm. is I have had the sense that my like I, I've gotten this visual of like my brain being just full, 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 full can't take any more, can't, and actually like waiting. For like there's like this like overflow in my body like I feel like I'm swelling 
with too much, like, and I feel like my system is just swelling with uh, no available space to take up the psilocybin, and it's waiting for my body to process and open up space mm-hmm. for for those binds to happen. It's a really weird mm. feeling, hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it it. It does cause me to question, you know, can you take so much psilocybin that you have completely overloaded your receptors and that there is a period where no more can bind and process because all of your receptors are filled? Don't know. Uh, But those are the only times when I've felt that complete and utter saturation Mm -hmm. that I've been like, yeah, that was, oh, thank you. That was enough. Mm. It's really tough. It's not a pleasant experience. Hmm. It's not a pleasant experience. So you felt that when you're dosing often? No. Or I when you just... Times. Have I ever felt that oh, complete okay. and total saturation of my system uh-huh. where all I could do was just grind my face into the carpet and oh. wait for it to pass? Ouch. And it's a harrowing. You're certain that you're dying and it's not something that most people should probably er- do really and definitely not without support i mean i i you know i increased my dose gradually over years um for years and years and years and years i just did like three to five grams mm-hmm. and then i started getting into sixes and tens and even up to 12 which is always that's been my absolute limit you know um and that's different for everybody everybody's different and now like I don't know, I'm 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 kind of feel like I'm due one of those like face grinding doses. It's been so long since I've had anything like that, mm-hmm. um, and I'm interested to know kind of what how 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 far I can get on a lower dose. Can I can I still get to that sense of super saturation on a five or six six gram dose? You know, then mm-hmm. that that then begs the question of you know how much of it is a letting go and how much of it is a chemical process mm-hmm. um, so you know there's just not really any good clear answers around dosing I, I tell people to go with their intuition really and don't don't go into this thing like you know thinking that you got to like challenge yourself it's one of the I don't know I kind of think Terrence McKenna as much good as he <laughs> did um, maybe it wasn't so good that he did a lot of like you know, five grams is the hero's dose. You don't have to be a fucking hero. Mm-hmm. You know, you can right. you can take so you can take a gram of mushrooms and get so much out of it. You can take five grams of mushrooms and and lo- think you've lost your fucking mind. And need some real help. Mm-hmm. And it's such an individual and it's such an an individual person, individual experience type thing. You know, one of the things that they said to me in ayahuasca is how ayahuasca differs from mushrooms is that ayahuasca is not dose dependent. And, and that mushrooms are more dose dependent. To a certain degree, I can agree with that. But, you know, you've taken two grams of mushrooms and thought for sure that you were poisoned and that your life was over and it was uh, it was done. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you've taken seven grams. and I've had and some real unpleasant conversations with a mushroom on one and a half, two mm-hmm. grams. Yeah. I'm just super pissed at the mushroom <laughs> <laughs> tricking me and poisoning me and <laughs> yeah so you know I and also we're saying all these things uh for you listening assuming that 
if you're planning on eating mushrooms, then you're planning on doing so in a safe, supported, yeah. legal yeah. setting yeah. for sure. Yeah. And we're not just saying that to say that. Like we're saying that because it really it's is really important. Really important. It's really important uh, because it is so unpredictable. Because it isn't necessarily dose dependent. Um, you know, I. I'm grateful, and even, you know, go back and listen to that ayahuasca episode we did. It was something I never did. I never took mushrooms with anyone else to to be a support to me. I've always been either by myself or the support to other people. And through that ayahuasca experience, I found out how really important it is, even for someone as, as experienced as myself, to have a support person there to help you really get the most out of the experience, to really let go. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one point where I got a little bit concerned that the person I was with was having serotonin poisoning, right? Because um, mm-hmm. he had taken some medication that he didn't reveal until 12 hours before, and the guy, Demian, said, no, this that medication in particular has a very short half-life. It's not going to be a problem. You, This is the dose you took, so everything's good. But the guy that I was with was tripping so fucking hard, so quick, that I was like, oh, shit. And then he started having problems with his temperature, and I was like, oh, God, temperature regulation is an indication of serotonin poisoning and whatnot. But I watched Damien, or Demian, who knows ayahuasca. He's administered hundreds, if not thousands, of doses, and he was never concerned. Mm-hmm. And so having that person there, yeah. that I know for a fact that has been a huge role that I played in people seeing me be completely calm while someone else is freaking out or why they themselves are freaking out and that being a reassurance to know that, okay, everything's okay. And that is just more than the dose is having a competent, uh, confident person there with you. Now I will take high doses by myself and I think that it is safe to do that if you have a certain level of experience. Mm -hmm. Should I have done that in the way that I did? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you I mean, early on. Yeah, early on. I mean, I, I was pretty, like I said, I was pretty slow and, and thoughtful about going into it. But there was one experience on six grams, still to this day, the most powerful experience that I've ever had, six grams. And I very, very strongly considered trying to drive myself to the hospital. Mm. You know, and that was like, that was in 20, that was probably in 2012. Mm hmm. I was going to do three. A couple years into it, a few years yeah, into several, it. Several. I mean, I, two, 1999 was my first mushroom dose. So I can't, I can't really impress upon people too strongly how little you know about this thing, mm-hmm. even after 100 doses. I mm-hmm. mean, it takes years and years and years and years and years and years. And there were so many times in Jamaica working with people that I was certain that I was going to fucking die right there on the spot in front of everybody. I was on mushrooms, I was going to have a heart attack, and I was going to fucking die right there in front of everybody. And you just cannot underestimate the amount of trust that you have to build with this medicine, this this organism, Mm -hmm. and how much more important that trust is than the dose. Because the more you trust it, then the more you can get out of the lower Mm -hmm. doses. So... So yeah, how, do- many, how many people you think will walk away from this thinking, uh, I'll just stick with microdosing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if you're doing it by yourself, that's probably not a bad idea. Um, yeah. You know, if you really want to push your boundaries, which I do encourage people to do, and this is a great and safe way to do it, 
if, like Courtney said, you're in a, a safe, supported, and, and preferably legal situation. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Wow. There's so much. There's just so much yeah. to talk about here. This yeah. could be. Oh, we can have This more. will be yeah. several episodes, Hopefully, I'm yeah. sure, over time. Yeah. Um, it's a good conversation, though. It's something that is well worth exploring. And hopefully, you know, after my next dose, maybe I'll have a little more insight. You, you're, you're definitely do a dose. Uh, so. I am definitely do a dose. It's been since before Ananda was conceived that I've had a good, solid dose. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing experience. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really talk about my experiences on this episode, but I will keep talking about I'm them. Sorry, I talk too much. <laughs> well... You are the expert of the two of us as far as dosing and yeah. uh, frequency well, of dosing and all the things mushrooms. So Let's feed you some mushrooms, though. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe that'll be an episode. Like, cool. I take mushrooms yeah. and then we do an episode yeah. and talk about it. I love yeah. that. It's getting more doable now that Ananda's eating solid foods and I can be away I'm all from for, her. I'm all for it. I'll do whatever more. it takes. I'll, I'll help in any way I can. So if you listening have any feedback for us or if you'd like Eric to elaborate on anything he talked about on this episode around dosing, if you have any personal questions that we could uh, address on the podcast, definitely shoot us a message. Go to the Psilocybin Says Facebook page. We also have an Instagram page. You can comment or message us there. And uh, also if you have any requests for episodes, uh, for topics. Uh, we would love to get your feedback. So please check us out on social media and uh, thanks for listening today. Yeah, as always. Um, yeah. Hopefully this uh, conversation was, I don't know, provided some food for thought anyway. <laughs> it didn't have any good clear answers around uh, how to dose other than, you know, whatever you take is okay, but you can probably take more. Yeah. If you're in a supported, safe environment. I mean, that's a. <laughs> yep, there it is. There you go, folks. All right. So, with that, till next time. Till next time.